0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a hot chocolatey episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena.
1: I believe in miracles. (laughs) Where are you from? You sexy thing. No?
0: No, I don't know why you're singing that. Because
1: the band that sang that was Hot Chocolate?
0: Oh, okay. You
1: didn't know that? I I did not know that. that. Now that makes me question it. (laughs) If I just (laughs) sang terribly for no reason. (laughs) Hi, I'm Avery, singing.
0: (laughs) So do you (laughs) sing terribly for good reasons sometimes? I have
1: no choice but to sing terribly. (laughs) We all know that.
0: So... Like I said in the intro there, we are having some hot chocolate today. So we have different types of hot chocolate. I'm excited for a hot chocolate bomb. I've seen these videos. so
1: It's the day for hot chocolate. It had snowed yeah. epically all night, and it's yeah. kind of cold. It's now the sun's shining, but there's still a lot of yeah. snow. So hot chocolate it is. Yes. Hot chocolate used to be served as a medicine. I just start with that. So we're what we're doing is good for us, Ave. Okay, that's good. <laughs> First made by the Mayans about two thousand years ago. They used cocoa, water, cornmeal, chili peppers, and spices. Yes, cornmeal. Ooh,
0: that sounds interesting. I
1: guess it was thick and but yeah, no sugar. Be. Then then they also would take two cups and pour it back and forth to make it foamy.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then the Aztecs got it, and they had a spicier version, but still no sugar. They called it, and I'm going to mess the same name up, Zocolato? (laughs) Yeah, I messed that up. (laughs) I don't even know how to say it. And the ruler of the Aztecs, Montezuma, was said to drink 50 cups a day.
0: That's a hell of a lot.
1: Yeah. So they introduced it to Hernán Cortez from Spain, who brought it back to Europe, and the Europeans added sugar. Okay, and then in Europe it's usually a thicker drink, and then in the U.S. it's thinner, and it was brought to the U.S. by the Dutch in the 1600s, which kind of makes sense—Dutch cocoa powder yeah. and yeah. yeah. So it's kind of thinner what we know. So we are going with the class, some classics, starting with carnation hot chocolate.
0: I think this is the most common hot chocolate that I know of. Like I remember having it as a kid. I using it in restaurants it's just like that generic hot chocolate and i think people like it too so
1: yeah so carnation is they started out in 1899 making evaporated milk which is just taking 60 percent of the water out of milk it made it last longer it was shel- more stel- sh- shelf stable and they called it sa- and it was kind of like a sanitary milk just okay taking a lot of the germs and stuff out. In 1927, and this will come back, they made malted milk, and then they started making hot chocolate. And Nestle, of course, bought the company in 1985. So let's, let's give it a go. Yeah. Now, I followed the directions, and it's only half a cup for the whole packet. When you look, that's why yeah. I'm so stingy. Often, if you don't follow directions, which I might sometimes not do, I would probably fill this mug yeah. up.
0: But like, just a reminder to everybody, when we do make stuff from a package on the show, we do try to make it as close to the in- instructions and ingredients as possible because we want to judge it based on their best standards. So I'm hmm. looking forward to this.
1: I think it definitely shows that I've been kind of adding extra water all this time. It's kind of velvety. Which I didn't expect. I always find I often find packaged hot chocolate kind of salty. Hot chocolate just reminds me of just plain hot chocolate.
0: You're right. Um When I make it, I definitely put more water into it than what's recommended, which is very disappointing because this is a lot better.
1: Yeah, and
0: but get- what it really reminds me of is hockey arenas and hockey rinks, like not like Saddledome or Rogers Place or something like that, but like. Small town hockey rinks.
1: That you're freezing in? Yes. Yeah.
0: And you need to have a hot chocolate or a coffee (laughs) or something like that. This is what it reminds me of, but not as rich because it's probably more watered down.
1: Yeah. I used to, when we used to go skating or with our. With our school, and it was one of those small Whitney Pier rinks, like small cold rinks. We'd go to the cafeteria, and I often would get hot chocolate and salt and vinegar chips, and it's okay. a weird combination, I, but I, I kind of associate them with each other. I don't think they necessarily go together, but I needed the hot chocolate to warm up, and I love salt and vinegar chips, especially then. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was a good start, so... yeah. Let's hear from our sponsor while we contemplate this.
0: (laughs) The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network.
1: Locally grown, community supported.
0: This episode is brought to you by ATB, and we're going to talk about the future of podcast. Today, I want to tell you about ATB's new podcast, The Future Of. Join Todd Hirsch, ATB's Vice President and Chief Economist, as he connects with special guests who offer unique and useful perspectives about the future. Explore how our economy and communities can not only brace for change, but embrace for the opportunity it creates. From the future of women in business and the changing nature of work itself, the future of helps us understand what's coming and what we need to do today to get the tomorrow we want. Featuring two episodes each month, plus bonus episodes, the future of includes interviews with top community and business leaders from Alberta and around the world. Subscribe to The Future Of at the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. And connect to ask your questions about The Future Of by emailing thefutureof at atb.com. So that was a good first hot chocolate. What do we have next?
1: We have Turtles Hot Chocolate, a Ooh. Nestle product. Um, we've talked about Nestle. We're not going there. <laughs> but turtles were invented by Johnson's Candy Company in 1918. And the name was, just came to be because the salesman showed it to someone and he said, that looks like a turtle. So they called them turtles. <laughs> Christmas staple in my house.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Uh, like They're definitely a staple for a lot of people at this time of year. So I'm looking forward to this one.
1: Give it a go. This one was made with three quarters of a cup of water.
0: Ooh. It definitely does have that turtle nutty flavor in there. Yeah. Which was nice.
1: First, it seems salty to me, though. Did you find
0: that? No, not Isn't at all. Really
1: crazy? I definitely recommend letting it cool a bit before you. <laughs> yeah, afraid.
0: that would have been way better for me.
1: Although we... we Like we said, we just stuck with the directions, but I would normally put the powder in the cup and mix a little bit of milk in there with my whisk, just to make almost like a slurry, and then add the water. That's how I often make hot chocolate. Okay. I think I liked the plain better.
0: Yeah, so did I. I I think to bring it back, that less water made that other cup really better, and me using proper English would help, too.
1: Yeah, I... This wasn't as chocolatey, it was more caramelly, yep, but I, yep. I liked the chocolate better.
0: Yeah, the caramel definitely came through, but it wasn't bad. I just think the nostalgia factor with a regular carnation was definitely a win factor for me.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: <laughs> so, now on to the next one. What do we got yeah. now?
1: So, remember I said that carnation had made malted milk? Yes. Do you know what malted milk
0: is? It's milk that's been malted.
1: Do you know what malting is?
0: A process of making milk into a malt.
1: Making what? Milk. Well,
0: Dairy product?
1: (laughs) But how does that relate to malt vinegar or even whiskey? Do you know the...
0: Obviously, but I want to see if you have the same story. So why don't you elaborate on what I already know.
1: So malt... Is a germinated cereal grain dried by a process called malting. Yes, yes. Often it can be bur like it can be barley, rye, wheat. Or whiskey. <laughs> well, then you use this <laughs> yes. to of make course, the whiskey, yes. the malt vinegar. Yeah, the so we're on milk. the same
0: page so far.
1: So we have Ovaltine. Um, have you ever had Ovaltine?
0: I don't recall ever having o- Ovaltine, so i um, I know it's been around for a while, so I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, so it has been around for a while. Developed in Bern, Switzerland, and first called in 1904, and first called Oval Maltine because it had egg, owen, uh, okay, and malt. There's been a lot of different uh, recipes, and now it doesn't. Uh, now, not all of them have egg in them. okay. But
0: so, does but, this one have egg in it? No, okay. ours is
1: from Thailand. Oh. Oddly enough, even though it's made in the states as well, but and Canada, I think. So it's brought to Britain five years later, so in 1909, and there was a misspelling in the trademark registration, and they called it Ovaltine, and they just rolled with it instead of nice. instead of Ovaltine. Sort of
0: like the Mass Hall podcast on Facebook.
1: Sort of like that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, there's a lot of different versions. Every country, like, uh, many countries kind of make their own. So in Brazil, there was a malfunction in the factory line that made the Ovaltine crispier. Okay. And they still make it that way. So nice. I don't know how that affects when you actually make the drink. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So yeah, I've we have chocolate Ovaltine just because it kind of goes with the hot chocolate kind of theme. And again, Ovaltine is now owned by Nestle, at least in the U.S. Oh, good, good. <laughs> and on my... Well, I had mentioned hot chocolate as medicine. Ovaltine is pretty high in iron and vitamin C. Okay,
0: good. So it's
1: more or less a health food. Let's give it a go.
0: Well, you're drinking, I'm going to... When I think of Ovaltine, I think of the movie The Christmas Story. Because when Kevin, I think that's the kid's name, is he has some kind of radio thing going on. It's been a while since I've seen the movie... Yes, they ended up spelling out Ovaltine or something. So that's what I think about when I think of Ovaltine. So I'm looking forward to this and judging by your face, maybe I shouldn't be.
1: It's slightly an acquired taste. I feel like if you grew up with it, it would be nostalgic and you'd want that. But that one was made, the directions for that said to make with milk. Yeah. As to water said you can add sugar too i don't find i want to add sugar the more the flavors meld in my mouth the more it's growing on me
0: it's no
1: malted you can kind of taste like whoppers are malted like that
0: but well, whoppers are good <laughs> i did not enjoy this it was bland like it wasn't as rich as the last two we had yeah. and yeah i just didn't enjoy it as much
1: Yeah, I mean, we made it with skim milk because that's what we had, but I don't think that's the...
0: No, I don't think that's the problem here. Yeah, it would have been richer if we had a whole milk or something, but with this, yeah, it wasn't uh, that good. I'm trying
1: to talk myself into it because the high iron and vitamin C, which I tried for our kid, but... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry I cut you off.
0: No, I, I just had nothing. I don't have anything to add. It wasn't that it was that horrible. Maybe I'm just coming off pretty harsh, but... It wasn't as good as the last two.
1: And it wasn't really chocolatey.
0: No, and that's what I think I missed from it.
1: Yeah, even though it's chocolate teen. So if you didn't like that, let's see what the next thing is. We have Four <laughs> Sigmatic Mushroom Cocoa Mix, <laughs> sweet and cinnamon.
0: I'm interested in this. I know I'm not a huge fan of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big texture person, so the texture of mushrooms really turned me off.
1: This is powdered.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm willing to give it a shot, and I'm kind of looking forward to it.
1: The website says that most customers say that it doesn't taste like mushrooms. So okay. That's, it's made with a reishi mushroom, and a reishi mushroom was used in traditional Chinese medicine for for different things, such as to help with metabolic disease, heart disease. They say that, that it helps prevent cancer. This company, Four Sigmatic, is from Finland, and... Apparently, in World War II, Finlandians used chaga, which is a type of mushroom, to create a healthy, to create coffee, just because of coffee yeah. rations. Yeah. And chaga is an immune-supporting food, just like reishi, um, okay. kind of same idea. Now, four sigmata, my math terms aren't so good, but it just kind of means that's four deviations along the average food line for being nutrient-dense. So they had this like graph and they had most foods are zero and they had some that okay. were like less nutrient dense and then they had like four little just like four little dot lines on the graph and were like this is here and there's like <laughs> coconut and hemp is kind of in that but okay. it had something like a math term but I, I it kind of sorry for a sigmatic it kind of bored me trying to understand
0: <laughs> well hopefully the a uh, chocolate won't bore, so let's give it a shot. Yeah. So that smelled amazing, the first couple smells I took off of it.
1: Yeah, there's cinnamon, cardamom. Yeah,
0: definitely smell those spices in there. I didn't smell mushrooms at all, which was really nice. When I took a drink out of it, you could definitely taste the cinnamon. And I. Hmm. Do you want to say mint? No, I want to say it was a really nice cocoa flavor. Oh, okay. <laughs> like not overly sugary. But more cocoa flavor, like a good, like dark chocolate bar almost. Yeah. And I was getting that from this hot chocolate.
1: I've been working on making a sugar free or very low sugar cocoa. It's kind of like this. It almost reminded me of coffee, just that dark cocoa. Okay. Yeah. It has stevia in it, and I can definitely when I said were you going to say minty? I find stevia has almost this minty feel to it. Maybe I'm just crazy from knowing from reading the ingredient Yeah, and putting that in my mind.
0: Maybe, but I thought it was it was it was very good. It was more interesting than I thought it was. I was really expecting a mushroom flavor, which was not there, like you said. Yeah. But all the other flavors in there were really nice.
1: I've had a couple of their different drinks. They have. Um, okay. Actually, I'm not sure if I have. I bought these, a whole bunch of things like turmeric lattes mm-hmm. and different mushroom coffees and stuff. Yeah. And this was one of the ones I bought, but I'm not sure if they're the same company. And some have been really good and some not so good. I like this one. This. Oh,
0: were these like all the individual packets yeah. you got at Amaranth Foods?
1: Amaranth Food. Yeah. yep. Yeah, I uh, I take these to work because they're just instant. And this okay. is something I could enjoy. It's kind of cold there. Yeah. And yeah. But again,
0: I'm glad we followed the instructions because... We would have added way too much liquid to it if yeah. we were just to fill up a cup and have that package. So
1: Yeah, we definitely would. Yeah, so next up, our last, the final, hot chocolate bomb by uh, Adila Chocolatiery. Chocolate okay. Chocolatiery? A-D-I-L-A.
0: So we may have said it wrong on the video that we're going to post on Instagram.
1: And we may have said it wrong mm. here. Sorry, <laughs> Adilla Love your company. We had yes. the best brownies. Would, did we get the brownies yeah, from, the, the, from her
0: when it was in the
1: avenida Food Hall? Yeah,
0: and we had uh, peanut butter brownies. Amazing. Yes. And We also did their uh, apple, like apple pie, chutney filling in the summer. Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah.
1: delicious. That was. I remember so when, when I got this,
0: thing? I also picked up a cardamom pear jam, which yes. I am looking forward to as well. So Me
1: too. So this chocolate bomb was in the shape of a chicken i don't and there was like kind of gold and purple sheen on yeah, the dark yeah. chocolate or yeah, the chocolate amazing. chicken i don't know why a chicken but um maybe it was for easter or something and just had the mold or it kind of reminded me do you remember barley candy no Do you know like that clear lollipop well they uh, clear but they'd be like pink no, they'd be like green mm. or red no Well, that's what I grew up on having, and I remember (laughs) they had chickens for some reason, so I don't know if that's significant or not. So a chocolate bomb is chocolate kind of shell filled with cocoa, marshmallows, maybe flavorings. It first gained recognition, or the first one to do it, was Eric Torres-Garcia back in 2019, and he made a TikTok video that went viral. He's from Boise, Idaho. Yeah, so...
0: Nice. And the... I have to say the marshmallows I was I've seen other videos of cho- chocolate bombs and there's a whole bunch of mini marshmallows but these are like a mini or medium sized marshmallow mm-hmm. so it looked amazing when we did it like I said check out our Instagram I'm gonna put video there I promise because I yes. often say I'm going to but I have to on this one because the pictures of the chocolate bomb itself were amazing and This looks amazing.
1: Yeah, it almost looks, now that I look, maybe they're just melty there. And maybe I just, like, they're cut marshmallows, but it's more... I picture tiny little marshmallows, like, that come in powder.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But I'm going to... Yeah, I'm gonna take one, and it was exciting making that. The way yeah. it almost reminded me of like of a bath bomb, just kind of the way yeah. it is. And when those marshmallows came out, I was really excited. Yeah, it looked um,
0: amazing.
1: And even in here, there's almost like a sparkle to the top. Yeah, but it has that nice melted chocolate. and I'll sometimes make chocolate, yeah. um, chocolate,
0: it definitely hot def-
1: chocolate like that.
0: Definitely different than the other powdered processed commercial hot chocolates that we've had so far today
1: yeah i think if we didn't have skim milk it would be better yeah than... i think it
0: definitely needed like a full fat milk yeah but just to give it that extra creaminess
1: but that was on us yeah <laughs> it was still That's pretty good though had. like yeah. it was
0: but i think it could have been better if we made it better
1: yeah but yeah it was i mean it was so exciting i don't know if getting your cho- hot chocolate from a bomb actually would make it taste better this because it's not from a package yeah but the excitement of it definitely exactly. worth yeah i know there's a lot of local places who sell them i see them on like facebook market like yeah market facebook place Market
0: marketplace, <laughs> marketplace <laughs> um, but, facebook
1: you know local companies but i uh, and a, a chicken i mean
0: yeah it looked amazing so
1: yeah, so I I kind of wanted to try just the chocolate by itself, but yeah, you can't really yeah. do that. Like I bet it just by itself would be amazing yeah. too. But yeah, that was fun. Huh? It was
0: it was really fun. I'm really glad we did a hot chocolate bomb. So
1: yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, so let's take a time out for an ad from our sponsors.
1: This episode of the Mess Hall bo- Podcast, the,
0: Bob, this- the Bobcast.
1: <laughs> This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. If you choose Park Power, your money stays here. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kazowski, and we we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it's a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca.
0: So what stood out for you in this uh, hot chocolatey episode?
1: Not necessarily my favorite, but how good just that plain one was.
0: Very nostalgic. Yeah. Very.
1: I wasn't really looking forward to that one, and that one was really good. The mushroom one? was mm-hmm. also really good the ovaltine was really I was excited for Ovaltine, but it really disappointed
0: yeah i um, I'd say so
1: the excitement of that chocolate bomb I don't even know if I have a favorite the The excitement of making the bomb, the realization I've been adding way too much water to pack it
0: yeah yeah that would that's one of the things that i've realized too was adding too much chocolate or sorry too much water to our hot chocolate, and we should be adding less.
1: Yeah. I really liked the mushroom one too. Just it reminded me almost of coffee. It was such such dark chocolate that it was kind of coffee like. Mm-hmm. Um but what about for you? I was very
0: surprised by that mushroom hot chocolate and how good it was. Yeah. I wasn't expecting much from it because I don't like mushrooms. But yeah, it was overall pretty good.
1: But you really don't like the texture of mushrooms you usually tell me and it's yeah, not like there yeah. were chunks of mushrooms. It was just powder.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was pretty good. I like I said I enjoyed it and the nostalgia of the you know, just a plain carnation hot chocolate was pretty good too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think good episode. I think just going yeah. plain carnation chocolate, uh, hot chocolate, not even yeah. a bad thing. I, that's not my favorite for sure, but yeah. it's a good.
0: But I think it'd be with, a good like just sitting outside the campfire or winter fire. Yeah. In this case, and just having a cup of that would be really nice, and um, rum and coke. Mix it up together.
1: Nanaimo bar. Um,
0: Ooh, yes. No. Liqueur.
1: In, I wonder how that yeah. would
0: be good in it, or but how good that would be in it.
1: I'm going out on a limb here because Christmas is right around the corner a couple of days from now. A chocolate bomb would be an excellent gift for someone—a teacher's gift. Yeah. It was just really exciting and something that I don't it know was. if I would justify to buy myself, but to receive it would be really yeah. fun. For yeah. if you're looking for any last-minute gifts or yeah. so true or next Christmas, so or if you want to send us something.
0: Yeah. What exciting things did you eat this week? What stood out for you? <sighs> I know what stood out for me. Do you want me to go first and then? You
1: Wait, can... no, because you might chose the homemade bits and bites.
0: No, I won't chose them at all. You might choose <laughs> <laughs> I uh, Now, I'm going to go back several episodes where you know English. And you, you're on a <laughs> podcast, so you know all the words. And you obviously know words, but like me, you don't always put them together fair, properly. Speaking.
1: I don't speak well. I uh, yeah.
0: You don't speak good. You,
1: <laughs> my texts are ridiculous, too. Oh, I know. I, I get them. <laughs> but yeah, the homemade bits and bytes are... The first thing that, I mean, it's the time of treats. There's homemade this, homemade that. Our neighbors passed us delicious cookies. Oh, Our friends, yeah, chocolate good. peanut butter balls, they were good too. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I, uh, yeah. So much good stuff. Carolyn, former guest, mm-hmm. on Future the podcast, guest. She, she brought us some peanut buttery goodness
1: hello dolly squares
0: yeah and her next door neighbor like you said the oatmeal chocolate cookies were really good i i really appreciate homemade stuff and i'm you know what's most disappointing about this covid outbreak is going to be not getting that homemade box of goodies from becky um my cousin she's been on the podcast before as well and She knows how to bake really well, and I'm going to miss that assorted goods.
1: And my friend Leslie, whose parents are from Cape Breton, she normally visits from Vancouver, and she brings just, it's random, like she just throws a box of stuff that has been made by them, given by them. We've had her dad's homemade Baileys. Baileys, yeah, that was Um, amazing. Yeah, we'll miss that as well.
0: Yeah, so one of the things that stuck out to me this week is I always wanted to eat at Angel's Drive-Thru in Calgary here. In S, And we've never done it. We drive by it almost at least a weekly thing. There's always people outside. I've heard how great the food is. I've, I've actually done an interview with somebody, the Ward Sutherland episode. Yes. We went in and he, I was not eating burgers or, I was on a diet when I interviewed him. <laughs> and he had this mushroom burger and it looked so good and I was so jealous. And yeah, so we finally tried there. Yep. And it's like a, it's a diner. And when I saw Clubhouse on the menu, I'm a big fan of the Clubhouse of anywhere, especially if it's a traditional three slice of bread Clubhouse. What I really hate is when I see a Clubhouse on the menu and it comes out, it's a chicken breast on a hamburger bun with some bacon and cheese. That's not a Clubhouse. That's a bacon chicken breast sandwich. Yes. Um, But yeah, turkey on there, bacon, lettuce, tomato, cheese. Uh, They put ham on theirs delicious i i love that clubhouse it was really good curly, and fries. curly fries so and
1: i had the burger i want to say it was a barbecue burger and or it
0: no was... did you have the boness burger no i didn't it wasn't oh, okay the
1: bonus. i want to say it was, it was barbecue burger. Okay, and yeah. it had mushrooms on it the burger itself was one of those like it was big but it was thin and i yeah. like that um yeah. and just meaty not Like you could tell they made the burgers. The bun was, it was almost, it was as big as a Kaiser, but it wasn't crusty. It was soft. It held together really well. Okay. Yeah. And there was cheese on it and barbecue sauce, I believe. Yeah. And I had the onion rings. I forgot about that meal.
0: I didn't. (laughs) I've been thinking about it all week.
1: (laughs) I had a lot of bits and bites. I've had, I've eaten a lot. It's that time (laughs) of year where you just eat a lot.
0: Yeah, so I'm glad I made the bits and bites. I'm glad we ate at Angel's Drive-Thru. It was amazing. Really happy with it. So that's all I have for this week.
1: Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. And make sure you check us out on Instagram because I'm trying to add more photos and stuff. I'm definitely going to put pictures and a little bit of a video on of the hot chocolate bomb. So check that out next week. Check out our year in review show. I think we're going to have a couple things that we've had on the podcast before. From companies, but different items. Yeah. from them, just a yearly C- cap recap. and s- some of our favorite things. And I'm looking forward to it because we have one thing, and I'm really looking forward to it next week. So these are a few of
1: our favorite things. Okay, well, we gotta go.
0: Goodbye, <laughs> <laughs> everybody.